0: Welcome to Jazz Piano Skills. I'm Dr. Bob Lawrence. It's time to discover, learn, and play jazz piano. This week, we are going to continue our exploration of the eighth note. As I mentioned last week, of all the jazz piano skills that an aspiring jazz musician must have a command of mentally, physically, and orally, the eighth note at least I believe, is the most critical, the most important. And here's why. Because it is our interpretation of the eighth note that determines whether or not we are playing jazz or some other kind of music. It's our interpretation of the eighth note that will either keep people listening to our music or provoke them to turn it off. What's amazing to me is that even with the interpretation of the eighth note being the critical component of our playing, that our success as a jazz pianist hinges upon, we typically give very little attention to it, if any at all, when practicing. This is sad. The good news, however, is I'm talking about aspiring jazzers in general. I'm not talking about us. I'm not talking about you and me. No, no not us. That is why we spent last week focusing on the eighth note, and we're right back at it again this week. Right back at it again today. You know, it's funny. Human nature is that we want to practice things that sound fancy. Things like George, I can't even say it, right? so fancy, I can't even say it. Things like George Russell's Lydian chromatic concept or advanced chord substitutions and harmonic alterations or pentatonic scale patterns for improvisation. See, any one of those topics serves as a much more impressive answer to the question, what are you studying and practicing? right who wants to answer the eighth note are you kidding me it's much better to answer when asked what are you practicing to say hey i'm practicing i'm practicing and studying george russell's lydian chromatic concept that sounds impressive especially to to family members and to neighbors but we're not going to fall into that trap right we know where the huge dividends are paid we know that acquiring A performance command of the eighth note, proper feel and articulation, in time, is jazz gold. And again, this is why we are continuing our exploration of the eighth note today. As you all know, at least those of you who are regular listeners, I started a Thursday evening masterclass last week. It was awesome. About a dozen folks joined me online to try to figure out how best to utilize the Zoom platform for jazz piano skills. I got some great feedback, and here is what we basically came up with. Every Thursday evening, I will be online at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time to go over with you in person the Tuesday podcast lesson to give you some additional information, insight, and practice tips, ideas, and suggestions that will help you successfully discover, learn, and play the jazz piano skill that I teach today. At the end of the Thursday evening masterclass, I'll open it up for a general Q&A, question and answers, Uh, that will allow you to ask me any questions about jazz piano that you have on your mind. I think this format will be a nice complement to the Jazz Piano Skills podcast and a definite value-added experience for all of us. So mark it on your calendars, Thursday evenings, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Join me online for a Jazz Piano Skills Masterclass. The link will be posted every week on my Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook pages, plus in the homepage. It's on the home page of the Jazz Piano Skills website. Last week's introduction to the eighth note started with playing quarter notes, playing four quarter notes, ascending and descending in time with a great swing feel. And yes, quarter notes swing. In fact, if you can't make four quarter notes sound and feel good, going straight up and down using the root, third, fifth, and seventh of a chord, then you should not be trying to play eighth notes, right? Let's not get the cart ahead of the horse. It's really that simple. Heck, if you if you think it's embarrassing to tell people you're practicing eighth notes, try telling them that you're practicing quarter notes. <laughs> you know what? I want to make this point. I want you to know this, and I want you to remember this, that this reality. If you told an accomplished jazz musician that you were practicing your articulation of quarter notes and eighth notes, they would be thoroughly impressed they would actually be thinking, wow, this cat is the real deal. They're serious about learning how to play jazz. This is the absolute truth. So the only person you have to worry about when telling them that you're practicing quarter notes and eighth notes is your goofy Uncle Fred or or your neighbor Fred. Who knows, Right. Uncle Fred knows very little about music and absolutely nothing about jazz and so who cares what he thinks? So we took the C dominant chord and practiced ascending and descending through the sound playing the root, third, fifth, and seventh, right? It was simple just root, third, fifth, and seventh ascending and then we just came right back down descending. Once we felt comfortable with swinging four quarter notes, we added the eighth note. In fact, we added a pair of eighth notes, and we placed the pair of eighth notes on count four of the measure on the, on, on the note B flat, preceded by our quarter notes on counts one, two, and three of the measure on the notes C, E, and G. In doing so, our focus then turn to how we interpret and play those eighth notes. I spent a few minutes trying to explain and demonstrate how eighth notes in jazz are played uneven, right? With a, with a long, short articulation and not an even or straight articulation. Easy? No way. To play a relaxed, long, short, articulated eighth note maybe the most difficult thing you attempt to do while learning how to play jazz piano. In fact, there is only one element of music that presents even a more difficult challenge, and that is the development of your internal clock, your development of time. These two jazz piano skills, time and the eighth note articulation, are not only the most difficult of all jazz piano skills, and again, this is just my opinion, they are also the most ignored and neglected jazz piano skill, perhaps because they are somewhat abstract and difficult to adequately explain. So, after we place the eighth notes on count four, we then move them around from count three count two to count one. What a fantastic way to zero in on the eighth note and methodically practice developing your authentic jazz eighth note articulation. A quick side note, if you have not checked out the three educational guides that I put together to help you successfully discover, learn, and play, the eighth note patterns that I demonstrated in last week's podcast lesson, then I strongly urge you to do so. I develop the educational guides for each podcast episode. The illustration guide helps you discover the jazz piano skill conceptually. The imagery, the graphics are simply amazing. You've heard me say this a thousand times, and I'm going to say it again, your physical growth as a jazz pianist depends 100% on your mastery of the jazz piano skills mentally. Your conceptual understanding, imagery, graphics allow you to mentally, visually digest the shapes and sounds of jazz, which in turn fuels your physical and oral memory. The lead sheet guide uses traditional music notation to help you successfully learn the jazz piano skill physically. If you're a reader, which I like to do as well, you like seeing the concept placed upon the musical staff. The lead sheets are perfect to have sitting on your piano as a quick reference when you are getting the various harmonic shapes, the melodic lines, the concepts under your fingers. There are 12 lead sheets. I developed 12, 12 lead sheets for each podcast episode, one for each of the 12 keys of music. Simply invaluable. And the play along guides, which are the play, which play along tracks, right? Again, those are developed for all 12 keys and they're perfect to help you successfully play the jazz piano skill being taught in the podcast episode. The play along tracks will help you develop a strong sense of internal, ta- internal time. I just mentioned it earlier, right? Plus the proper jazz feel and articulation. And remember, I've said this before as well, a teacher cannot teach you these essential elements of playing jazz piano. You must experience them in order to properly develop them. And there's no better way to do this than to use quality play playlock tracks. So again, I cannot stress how beneficial the educational podcast guides are for expediting your discover, learn, and play process. Be sure to check them out at jazzpianoskills.com. If you go to the homepage, click on the podcast link in the menu bar that runs across the top of the page, and you'll be good to go. Okay, this week, we are going to expand our exploration of the eighth note. Right, part two. You are going to discover eighth note groupings and you're going to learn how to methodically use quarter eighth note groupings for developing a jazz articulation. And you will play various eighth note groupings strategically placed throughout the measure. So, regardless of where you are in your jazz journey, beginner intermediate player, or even an experienced advanced player or professional, you will find this podcast lesson to be beneficial. So sit back, relax, turn on your ears. Let's get started. Just like last week, we are going to begin at the end of the measure. We are going to begin with counts three and four we are going to place a pair of eighth notes on count three and count four, while playing quarter notes on counts one and two. Now, before I play this pattern, I want to stress the importance of singing it rhythmically, internally, as you play it. In other words, if you are articulating The rhythm upstairs in your mind, then it will come out correctly downstairs in your hands. I'm going to say that again. If you are articulating the rhythm upstairs in your mind, then it will come out correctly downstairs in your hands. The opposite is true too. If you are not articulating the rhythm upstairs, in your mind, then it will not come out correctly downstairs in your hands. Your hands must take dictation from somewhere, right? They have to take dictation from your mind. If your mind is not actively engaged, singing the rhythm, and feeding your hands accordingly, then there is nothing going on in your hands. You have for all practical purposes, you have fed them to the musical wolves. They're completely lost. And they can do, all they can do at this time is fake it for survival. You will not be able to hide or disguise their confusion. Your music is doomed. So if you're not comfortable with rhythmically singing... You need to do so quickly. And by the way, did you catch the fine details of what I just said? I said you need to get comfy rhythmically singing. Not melodically singing. Rhythmically singing. You do not need to sing melodically. You do not need to become Pavarotti. So don't panic. By rhythmically singing, I mean attaching some kind of verbal syllables to the rhythm. In this first demonstration today, where we have quarter notes on counts one and two, followed by eighth notes on counts three and four, I would recommend using the syllable DA, D-A, right, D-A, DA, for both quarter notes. And voodi, voodi, v o o, d e e, voodi, for the eighth notes on count three, and vooda, v o o, d a, for the eighth notes on count four. So you end up with da, da, voodi, vooda right da da vudi vuda if you prefer a short attack on the last eighth note you can do that as well that would be da da vudi vuda kind of like a, a dot right i i'm going to use da da vudi vuda it's funny, <laughs> somebody tuned in right at this moment of the podcast would be going, "What the heck?" So um, just be careful not to get too heavy on the last eighth note. Eighth note. If you do the the short art, articulation at the end, the voo dot, right? You want you want to maintain a nice musical balance of sound, so not too heavy on that attack. So it's going to sound like this, right? I'm, I'm saying da da voo Voodoo, da da voodoo, da da. Voodah. Right. So I'm internalizing. I'm seeing. I'm sitting there thinking, da da voodoo, All right, so let's bring in the ensemble. Let's listen to the first demonstration. Let's check out our quarter, quarter, eighth, eighth pattern, right? Quarter, quarter, eighths, eighths pattern. Here we go. And sing along, right? Be singing when I'm playing. Here we go. very nice. See how important rhythmic singing is? Better yet, did you hear how important rhythmic singing is? Quick story. When I was studying at the University of North Texas, I was playing at the time, I remember I was playing in the three o'clock lab band at that time, and the great late Rich Madison, man, what an awesome dude he was, Uh, He was, uh, he taught improvisation there at the university, and he was our guest performer. He was going to be our guest performer for a concert we were preparing for, and so he came to one of our rehearsals to go through his charts. I remember specifically that with one of the tunes we were playing, the brass section simply was not articulating the musical phrase correctly. And Rich was a big guy, and he emphatically waved his hand in the air, and with his gravelly loud voice yelled, Whoa! And the band came to a screeching halt. He looked at all the brass players, and he said, "Uh, Gents, will you please play that phrase like this? Da, da, spit it, do, wa. He said it one time. That was it. He said, da, da, spit it, do, wah. He said it once. He started the band again, and the brass nailed it. Rich gave us all his huge smile and a big thumbs up. He fixed the problem with one simple phrase, da, da, spit it, do, wah. ensemble, the brass players got it immediately and they had no problem articulating it correctly from that moment on. And it was from that moment on that I realized how important it is to sing, rhythmically sing, if you want to nail your jazz articulation. Okay, let's move on to pattern two. Now we are going to move our eighth note grouping to counts two and three. So we now have a quarter note on count one followed by eighth notes on counts two and three with another quarter note ending our phrase on count four. I am going to be singing this pattern using the syllables da, Voodie, voody, da, right? So it's going to be da, voody, voody, da, da, voody, voody, da. And by the way, I'm doing all this on C dominant, C dominant seven. So let's bring the ensemble in and check it out, right? Sing that, sing that along with me, right? Da, voody, voody, da. Here we go. Let's check it out. Remember last week I stress that it's your treatment and articulation of the eighth note that ultimately determines whether you're labeled as hip or cheesy. I hope this is starting to really sink in. That you are beginning to realize that it's how you play what you play that makes all the difference in the world. It's not what you play it's how you play it. A simple pattern like the ones we are playing today can sound amazing when articulated correctly. Heck, we're not even doing anything magical with regards to the notes that we're playing. We're simply using chords straight up and straight down. You see, We do not need to overcomplicate the process of learning how to play jazz piano. Okay, let's take a look at our next pattern. We are now going to shift our eighth note grouping to counts one and two, and place the quarter notes on counts three and four. I am going to sing this pattern using the syllables Voodie, voodoo, Da, Da. Okay. So now it's going to go Voodie, Voodie, Da, Da. Voodie, Voodie, Da, Da. Okay. So let's bring in the ensemble and take a listen. And again, I would strongly suggest that you sing this pattern while I play it, right? Sing it while I'm playing it. Tons of musical growth will occur for you. In other words, take this opportunity to grow musically. All right? All right, here we go. Let's check it out. Very cool indeed, right? Wow! Again, it's amazing how quarter notes and eighth notes sound so hip when articulated correctly. How important is all this that you develop a strong quarter note, eighth note feel? How important, right? Well, again, I mentioned last week that The fact is, the melodies of any jazz standard, and especially the standards from the Great American Songbook, they're all composed primarily of quarter notes and eighth notes. So you better learn how to play quarter notes and eighth notes and learn how to play them well. I mentioned earlier the educational guides, the illustrations, the lead sheets, the play-alongs that are available for you to download, and I strongly suggest that you do. They're invaluable resources that will maximize your musical growth and help you successfully digest today's lesson. But I also want you to check out the Jazz Piano Skills courses as well. Uh, This is a tremendous sequential jazz curriculum that utilizes a self-paced format packed with all kinds of goodies, right? The courses uh, and the lessons inside the courses have detailed instruction and illustrations and in-depth educational talks. Uh, There's interactive learning media, traditional guides and worksheets, high-definition video demonstrations of me playing the concepts in all 12 keys, right? All 12 keys uh, and play-along tracks in all 12 keys as well as lead sheets. Of uh, course, I include in their professional and educational support inside the courses. And I, I think it's fantastic. These courses, the Jazz Piano Skills courses, um, are easily accessible mobile access, right, uh, through your desktop computer, your laptop, your tablet, your phone, your TV. And yes, I, <laughs> I even have some people telling me they, they access it on their watch. So what, what, what times we live. It's amazing. So be sure to check out uh, the Jazz Piano Skills courses at jazzpianoskills.com as well. All right, on to pattern four. Now I want to split up the eighth note groupings. I'm going to place a quarter note on count one, a pair of eighth notes on count two, followed by another quarter note on count three, and a pair of eighth notes on count four. So we get quarter, eighths, quarter, eighths. I'm going to sing this pattern like this. Da voody, da vuda. So it's going to go like this. da. Let's bring in the ensemble and take a listen. And again, I would strongly suggest, right, that you sing this pattern, da vudi da vu da Sing it while I play it. Tons of musical growth will occur for you. Okay, so let's check it out. Let's bring in the ensemble. Let's take a listen. classic pattern, and traditional feel. Simply jazz. I also mentioned last week that the treasures of any discipline are always found in its fundamentals. This is definitely true when it comes to music, to jazz. Huge dividends are gained when investing time in the fundamentals And there is nothing more fundamental to jazz than quarter-eighth note rhythms. I cannot stress this enough. Keep in mind, I am modeling everything today using the root, the third, the fifth, and seventh of the dominant sound. You can apply these same patterns, as you should, to the major, minor, half-diminished, and diminished sounds, too. You should also apply these patterns to different regions of the sound, from the third to the ninth, from the fifth to the eleventh, from the seventh to the thirteenth. I call these harmonic sound fragments, right? From the root to the seventh, third to the ninth, fifth to the eleventh, seventh to the thirteenth. Again, Check out the Jazz Piano Scales courses for a deeper dive into exploring the primary sounds of music from the root through the 13th. Okay, our final pattern for today. I'm going to split up the eighth notes again. However, this time I'm gonna place an eighth note pair on count one, followed by a quarter note on count two, Another eighth note pair on count three with a quarter note on count four. I'm going to be singing this pattern using the syllable combination voody da voody da. So it's going to sound like this voody da voody da. da, voody da. So let's bring in the ensemble and take a listen. And once again, I would strongly suggest that you sing this pattern while I play it. Tons of musical growth. It's going to take place. Take advantage of the opportunity to grow musically, even while you're listening to the podcast, right? So voody da, voody da. Okay, here we go. Let's bring in the group. Let's check it out. Too cool, man. Way too cool. Another classic pattern found in, I don't know, a million standards. It never ceases to amaze me how great quarter notes and eighth notes can sound when played with a good groove and proper articulation. Far too often, aspiring jazz pianists focus on the notes they are playing. They are searching for the magical notes that are going to make them sound really good. Way too much emphasis is placed on notes when studying music. Interesting, right? Way too much emphasis is placed on notes when studying music. When doing so, you end up excluding harmony and rhythm, which in my opinion is the most important dimension of music, rhythm. In fact, the word notes has unfortunately become a synonym for music. The two words are are used interchangeably, as if they're one and the same. And the reality is that they are not. The simplest model of a musical sound is a sine wave. It's not hip. It's not cool. And it's definitely not jazz. Well, I hope you have found this Jazz Piano Skills podcast lesson, Exploring the Eighth Note, Part 2, to be insightful. And of course, I hope you found it to be beneficial. Don't forget, I will see you Thursday evening at the Jazz Piano Skills Masterclass. 8 p.m. Central Standard Time to discuss this podcast episode in greater detail and to answer any questions you may have about this lesson or the study of jazz in general. Also, download the educational guides for this podcast lesson at jazzpianoskills.com. They're a tremendous resource that will expedite your discover learn and play process exponentially and while you're there you should check out the jazz piano skills courses and the jazz piano skills forums join the community when you're there right get involved and make some new jazz piano friends as always you can you can reach me by phone 972 380 Eight zero five zero, my extension two one one. That number again is nine seven two, three eight zero eight zero five zero, extension two one one. Or you can reach me by email, Doctor Lawrence at jazzpianoskills dot com, or by SpeakPipe, found on the Jazz Piano Scales website in the Educational Guides, and in the Jazz Piano Skills courses. Plenty of ways and opportunities to reach out to me to get help and to get assistance with your jazz journey. So that's it for now. And until next week, enjoy the journey, and most of all, have fun as you discover, learn, and play jazz piano.